0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Phillies Today podcast. I, of course, am your host, Dan Wilson, coming to you uh, following a Phillies win and a Phillies winning streak. If you've ever seen the movie Major League, uh, well, you know that if you win one game, uh, you follow by another game, and then you win a third game, three games is officially a winning streak. It has happened before. Well, guess what? The Phillies have had winning streaks before it's been a while, it's been a while since the Phillies have won the first game of series like this before. But that's exactly what they did on Monday night, riding the momentum of a series win over the Washington Nationals, finally finally winning a series over the Washington Nationals, a bad team in the Washington Nationals. They come back and they play another bad team, the in the Detroit Tigers. And it almost feels weird calling other teams a bad team because the Phillies uh, have played like a bad team so far this season. The Tigers and Phillies were neck and neck in the standings. I know they're in different leagues, but record-wise uh, we're right next to each other, entering Monday night's game. And they go out there, and the Phillies played like the better team from start to finish. They looked like the better team from the jump. Their offense was connecting on all cylinders. They were working good at bats. They were hitting the ball out of the ballpark. Uh, their starter, Aaron Nolan looked really, really good. I'm going to give them my takeaways from the game in just a second here. But this is what the 2023 Phillies are designed to look like. What you saw on Monday night, anyone who watched the game on Monday night, this is what this team was designed to look like and it's so nice when teams who haven't looked good for the first 60 games of the season apparently all this team needs is for it to flip to June every year we're just going to do this thing where uh, for the first two months of the season they stink and then in June they'll be like oh look welcome to the baseball season and they try and dig themselves out of a hole but right now right here following Monday night uh, the Phillies are on a winning streak a three-game winning streak again following an eight to three win over the Detroit Tigers and by the way, it's it's so nice to like watch another team and you know kind of point out their flaws. I mean, ha- Javier Baez, he's the Tigers' two-hitter. Uh, for anyone who watched the game, his final at bat, he swung on a pitch it might have been three feet out of the zone. I- I've never seen a Major League ball player chase a pitch this far out of the strike zone. It was not even close. Sir Anthony Dominguez uh, was on the mound, and he threw a pitch that, it what? forget it was never a strike, it was never two feet from being a strike. Uh, horrendous play, discipline. I thought Tigers manager A.J. Hinch made a really bad move in this game that I'll get to a little bit later. Uh, they had a lot of really undisciplined at bats. They caused themselves two strikeouts on pitch clock violations in this game. Uh, I mean, the Tigers were all over the place, and they're, they're not a team expected to compete this year. Uh, they've uh, The fact that they've had a record as good as it is, only five or six games uh, below 500 entering this particular game on Monday night uh, was surprising. This team, by the end of the summer, will not be anywhere close to contention. They are not a serious baseball team. The Phillies... Uh, you know, hoping to be a serious baseball team, need to beat up on teams like the Detroit Tigers. They get it done on Monday night. Hopefully they can get it done on Tuesday and Wednesday as well. Uh, the first thing I wanted to highlight here, it's got to be Aaron Nola. Gives the Phillies seven innings of three-run baseball here uh, on on Monday night, I should say. Uh, actually, none of those runs were earned, so he allows three runs. I don't think anyone's going to let him off the hook. Like He allowed a three-run home run uh, to Nick Maton. Uh, former Philly, Nick Mayton and Matt Vierling, by the way, getting their rings, uh, their National League Championship rings before the game uh, on Monday night. Vierling currently on the injured list, but is traveling with the Tigers. Maton, uh was starting at third base uh, for the Tigers on Monday night, and he goes deep, and you could clear Nola was clearly battling. He finishes with 108 pitches in this game. Uh, he had a no-hitter as of this point. He only allowed one hit on the night, uh, and it was killed. About 500 feet into right field. Uh, he allowed a couple of base runners earlier in that inning. The reason why it was not earned is because uh, there was a ball that Mundo Sosa botched, and so there was an error, and he allowed a couple of base runners, one through a walk and one through an error. Uh, Sosa made a really nice play later in the inning to kind of make up for it uh, and then helped Nola get to two outs in the inning. Uh, but when he needed one more one more out to try and get out of the inning, get through seven, and keep the no-hitter alive, uh, he hangs a breaking ball up in the zone, and Maton to teed off. Teed off doesn't even do it justice. I mean, he hit this thing deep into the second deck. Uh, Might have been the longest home run of Nick Maton's career. Uh, And so, welcome back to Philadelphia, Nick Maton. He killed that thing. So, uh, the Phillies, so that makes the game 5-3, to and that was the end of it. It, Nola gets through the inning, but that was effectively the end of his night. And, I don't know, he probably wouldn't have been able to get through nine innings anyway. I mean, Rob Thompson post-game was asked about whether or not Nola would have gone the distance had he got through that inning, and would he have been allowed to keep the no hitter alive? And Thompson said there's no way uh, he could have trusted him to go through nine innings and not risk his health like that. He was through 108. He got through 108 pitches just to finish seven innings to begin with. So, no way Nola was going to finish this thing. Uh, he did, again, allow three runs, none of them earned. Uh, but, I mean, this was one of the best starts uh, of Aaron Nola's season thus far. He had that. Eight innings, uh, that inning performance in Houston uh, that was really, really good where he allowed eight innings, no runs of shutout baseball. uh, That was really, really good. But this is what the exactly the Phillies needed, like the momentum going Again, it's the Tigers. I get it. Not the best at bats out of those guys, not the best lineup out of those guys. But you're supposed to dominate teams like this. And it feels like with Aaron Nola, he does not always dominate teams that he should. He did. Uh, on Monday night, so very, very pleased. The entire Delaware Valley, all of Phillies fans everywhere, should be pleased with how Aaron Nola pitched uh, on Monday night because he was tremendous. Again, twelve strikeouts, three walks. He was really trying to battle through that that last inning. But if, I think if in any other scenario, uh, he if he didn't have a no hitter going and the Phillies weren't up by five runs, uh, I gotta believe that Rob Thompson pulls him out of the game and goes to the bullpen because clearly he had nothing left. He was losing velocity. He did not have the same. zip on his pitches, and clearly his breaking ball was no longer effective. Uh, So that home run put a little bit of the damper on the night, but the guy had a no-hitter through six and two-thirds, inning, might have got through seven no-hit innings if uh, Edmundo Sosa doesn't botch a ball over at third base. And by the way, his defense has been a little concerning uh, so far early this season for a guy who's supposed to be good at defense, but nevertheless, uh, Aaron Nola was tremendous on Monday night, uh, so he he gets the first game ball. Uh, The second game ball, I, I got three game balls to give out uh, so to speak. Uh, this Phillies lineup, a lot of people questioned how this Phillies lineup was constructed a little unconventional, uh, certainly to the traditional baseball. eye. I know R- Kyle Schwarber has a lot of experience batting leadoff, but it's a bit of a talking point amongst fans as to whether a guy who you know, can barely hit above 170 uh, should be even batting uh, in the leadoff spot, whether a guy who seems to be all or nothing hits home runs uh, or strikes out, whether a guy like Kyle Schwarber should be hitting in the leadoff spot and you know a guy like Trey Turner whether he makes sense to have uh, in the cleanup spot certainly if you looked at Trey Turner and Kyle Schwarber's careers and you use conventional wisdom you would say Trey Turner should be in the leadoff spot uh, and Kyle Schwarber uh should be in the cleanup spot well that was not the case on Monday night that lineup uh, that Rob Thompson put out there worked perfectly Kyle Schwarber he goes 1 for 2 or sorry 0 oh, for 2 he scored one run uh, on Monday night but three walks well, look working unbelievable at bats uh at at played appearance, I should say. Played appearance after played appearance after played appearance. He did his job on Monday night, consistently getting on base. Uh, he was coming off a two-home run game uh, on Sunday, uh, and Drew Ellis was coming off a two-home run game uh, on Sunday as well. And now it seems like all the Phillies do is have two home run games because Trey Turner in the cleanup spot, he goes yard twice. And, and that is just un believable to see as well Aaron Nola he has struggled all season but no one and I mean no one probably needs to see to metaphorically see the ball go through the hoop more than Trey Turner right now he would love to start this turnaround in June and it's the fact that he was in the cleanup spot and uh that he had you know that Trey Turner might actually come up with guys on base and Kyle Schwarber unconventional leadoff guy I uh, was seeing in as many pitches as he did uh, it absolutely helped the Phillies Get out to an eight-three lead. It absolutely or not an eight-three lead, but help win this game eight to three. It absolutely helped the Phillies set the tone early. The Phillies were up five nothing in this game, uh, and gave Nola a very comfortable lead. Uh, and he didn't. He squandered it in, in the very end with a breaking ball that, you know, in any other scenario, he's probably not out there to throw. Uh, but by the fifth inning, uh, the Phillies were really got into that Tigers bullpen early. Uh, they Joey Wents uh, and the Carson Wentz jokes. Uh, We're flying left and right on Monday night, both on social media, sports talk, radio, uh, wherever you wanted to look. But Joey Wentz, the starting pitcher for the Tigers, uh, he took him 105 pitches. He didn't even get through five. Uh, So the Phillies were putting together tremendous at-bats, looking at pitches left and right, waiting for their pitch to hit. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, again, he gets on base Three times on Monday night with three walks. Nick Castellanos he just continues to rake. Uh, I mean he's going to be an all star at this stamp at this rate. Uh, two hit two hits out of four at bats. Two for four. Uh, an RBI. An RBI double. He walked also in this game. Uh, Bryce Harper two for five. Trey Turner uh, was four for four at one point. He finishes the night four for five. Three RBIs again. Two home runs. J T Romuto he got a hit in the five spot. Not a lot of production out of the bottom of the lineup. Mundo Sosa. Ah, uh, did drive in a run. Sorry, yeah, he did drive in a run uh, with an RBI single late in the game. And Dalton Guthrie, uh, is who was a, I was going to say, also had a hit in the nine spot, uh, starting in center field on Monday night. Uh, he did not drive in a run, but overall, really, really good production out of the offense. So, a game ball to the offense as a whole. A game ball to Trey Turner and Kyle Schwerber, And a game ball to Rob Thompson because if that lineup isn't constructed as it is, it's fair to question whether uh, things play out the way they do. And it is nice to see. I know, it, you know we make the June Schwarber jokes, and uh, when that home run landed at Nats Park uh, on Sunday, T Mac on the second call goes, "It is June," and it was a cool moment to see. Like, okay, this guy's figuring out how to hit again. Uh, but I, I was really, really pleased to see those three walks he drew uh, on Monday night. I get they're playing the Detroit Tigers. I get it's not you know, a team who you plan to see in the postseason, or you know, some team even at the top of the National League. Uh, but it was certainly encouraging to see uh, how well the Phillies offense, not not just the the starting pitcher in Nola, and see him bounce back, but Turner, Schwarber, uh, and the entire top half of this lineup uh, produce effectively and all on the same night and kind of string innings together, work a lot of long innings, long at-bats, because uh, there have been way, way too many games so far this season where the guys who are paid the big, bu- the big bucks up at the top of the lineup uh, just don't come through. And that's unacceptable. It's not winning baseball. It's not a recipe for success, but summer is now officially here. Uh, it seems like, at least again, in the short term, uh, they might have figured something out there at the top of the lineup. So that was very, very encouraging to see. Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to highlight, uh, not taking anything away from the Phillies lineup, but Tigers manager A.J. Hinch, uh, with some head-scratching managing in this game, just no other way around it. Um, <laughs> Mason Englert, who is a reliever uh, for the Detroit Tigers, so I should preface by saying uh, he is... If you look at his, you know, his pitching lines, uh, has been known to go multiple innings before. Like this is not a one-inning guy. Uh, what I'm about to set up here, he's not a guy who is restricted to going one inning. Um, but he came in in a game down five nothing, and Nick Maton makes that game five to three. Now, so follow this. Top of the seventh inning, Maton makes a five nothing game five to three, and Englert, who had already thrown thirty plus pitches at this point. Ah, uh, with the meat of the Phillies' order coming up again, it was Harper, Turner, Real Muto do up uh, the following inning. AJ Hinch, the Tigers' manager, sticks him back out there after he got the final out of the fifth inning, uh, got through the sixth inning, uh, and now I'm sending him back out there for the seventh inning. And the Phillies made him pay for that. And the Phillies put up three runs in that inning. They chased him out of the game, and finally, uh, the AJ Hinch goes out and makes a move. But it like the Tigers quit on this game, and the Tigers. That's why I just. I refuse to take them. When I when you see moves like that, when you see at-bats and swings that guys like Javier Baez put together, when you see a lineup as JV, as what the Tigers put out there, in a weird way, I know the Phillies are in no position to talk, but it does make me feel better about the state of the Phillies. And it, it makes me, like, the Phillies at the very least need to win two out of three from this team, if not sweep them. It doesn't seem like they're all in and committed to winning right now. It's clearly a rebuilding year for them. Uh, They need to come into Philadelphia and just get blown out of the water. If you look at the talent on the two teams, there's no comparison. The Phillies are way, way, way more talented. Pitching staff, lineup, no matter what. Tomorrow you got, or later today I should say, you have Taiwan Walker on the mound going up against a bullpen game for Detroit. The Phillies need to come away uh, with just a win in this series. They finally, again, won the first game of a series, so they can win Uh, one of the next two to win it, but I would really love to see them sweep. I think everyone should love to see them sweep. Um, And thank you, A.J. Hinch, for letting your guy uh, hang out the drive. Again, Mason Englert, uh, he goes two innings, allows three runs in this game. Didn't make a lick of sense why he was allowed to go back out for the bottom of the seventh inning when the game got close and you're in a levered spot, and the Tigers could have actually made the game interesting. Um, But thank you to A.J. Hinch. Thank you to this Phillies lineup. Thank you to Rob Thompson for constructing the lineup as is, and uh, I think it's fair to say that as this lineup is currently constructed, and Rob Thompson alluded to it and joked about it post-game, I would think you're going to see Kyle Schwarber and in the leadoff spot and Trey Turner uh, in the cleanup spot later on today. I think it is fair to say that uh, Rob Thompson will not be touching with this li- touching this lineup anytime soon, uh, as long as it continues to produce like this. I think you. He- was very very pleased, and everyone should be pleased with the at bats that Schwarber put together in the leadoff spot, and Turner in the cleanup spot. Everyone should be pleased with how Nola pitched on Monday night, uh, and everyone should be pleased with uh, the managerial decision or lack thereof uh, that Tigers manager AJ Hinch uh, put together on Monday night as well. So that's a, a recap on this one. Phillies again win eight to three over the Detroit Tigers. Uh, they improve to a record of twenty eight and thirty two on the season. The Tigers dropped to twenty six and thirty two. Again, two more games in this series, uh, the Tuesday night game, the middle one uh, later on today at 6.40 p.m. and then on Wednesday, 6.05 p.m. On the other side, we'll talk about the remainder of this series, specifically what's coming up later uh, in this Tuesday game. And also, I'm going to give you kind of an outlook now that we've flipped into June. Uh, Give you an outlook, as I mentioned, Nick Castellanos, possibly uh, a Phillies all-star, and kind of just look at... Some certain guys who have played well up to this point, who are those candidates to play in Seattle uh, later on this season for manager Rob Thompson. I think a lot of us forget that Rob Thompson, uh, although some, I think, irrational fans out there want Rob Thompson fired, I think it's interesting that he's literally going to manage the All-Star game. I can't recall someone, a manager, who was fired uh, previous to managing the All-Star game. I guess Dusty Baker uh, after he went to the World Series with the Giants and then joined the Cubs the following year, but I can't remember a guy, like in Thompson's case, who goes to the World Series uh, and then comes back the following year and is fired in let's say May, and then they say, "Hey, why don't you come back and man the All Star team? You got to the World Series a season ago." So I think that was really, really. I think it's going to be really, really cool to see him out in Seattle. I think Castellanos has a case. I'll give you a few other guys who I believe have cases uh, to go play for Topper in Seattle uh, as well as get you ready for this game. Uh, coming up on Tuesday. That'll do it uh, for this first segment of Phillies Today. More on the other side. Welcome back to the Phillies Today podcast. I, of course, am your host, Dan Wilson. Uh, getting you set for tonight's game two of a three-game series, Phillies and Tigers. Again, Phillies uh, looking to win the series after finally, finally uh, winning game one of a series uh, for the first time since early It was like early May against the Colorado Rockies. Uh, five or six series in a row, uh, this team had Lost the first game, so uh, nice for them to get back on track in that sense. Uh, in this game, it'll be Game Two again of the series. It'll be Tyler a- Alexander starting for the Tigers. Uh he not, he's not—he's a relief arm. He his longest appearance so far this season, I believe, has been two innings, uh, and he allowed two runs in that appearance. Uh, they got a bullpen game. Uh, the Tigers, but it might be why AJ Hinch honestly didn't go to the bullpen uh, on Monday night, and because he's punting Game One, because he's already focused on. Getting through the the bullpen in game two, uh, and for the Phillies it'll be Taiwan Walker. Now Walker's not been anything good this year. He's again he he usually gets hit around pretty good. His last couple of starts have actually been pretty solid, uh, dating back to for dating back about a month. Uh, he had a really really bad start out in L.A. where he went three and third and allowed eight runs. But ever and then he had a really bad start uh, against the Giants uh, where he couldn't get through an inning and allowed four runs. But if you eliminate those California starts, and I understand that's a big if, uh, against the Red Sox quality start, against the Cubs close to a quality start, didn't pitch deep enough, Uh, against the Braves allowed three innings, or allowed three runs, uh, went six and two-thirds innings. Uh, Against the Mets last week, he he only got through four and allowed three innings, and it was concerning because it seems like every single time he goes out there, Rob Thompson gets asked, hey, his velocity was really dipping, like, are we sure he's not injured, and Thompson has to deny it, so certainly we'll keep an eye on Taiwan Walker's health in this game, uh, but it's certainly a game which the Phillies should have the advantage. The Phillies should absolutely win this game. Uh, hopefully they can carry over some offensive momentum from the past couple of days. Again, now this is three, two home run games. Three, two, two home run games, I should say, uh, in the past two games for the Phillies. You had Drew Ellis, Kyle Schwarber, uh, and then Trey Turner on Monday night, so uh, maybe it's Feels like a night Bryce Harper. Uh, Maybe he goes deep. Uh, Maybe Nick Castellanos, again, keeps the bats rolling. I mentioned that going into uh, the last break that Nick Castellanos, you think about his bounce back, looked horrible, horrible uh, a season ago. Uh, And he's almost definitely going to be a Phillies all-star this year. Uh, The rule is, again, every team has to have at least one all-star. Rob Thompson's the manager, so you imagine there'll be at least a few more. Uh, I was thinking Real Muto now, last couple of games, and in the June, swinging a hot bat. Uh, The selection show for the All-Star game is coming up in a couple of weeks, but Real Muto certainly at the catcher position, uh, a guy who could find his way uh, into the All-Star conversation. Jose Alvarado got positive uh, positive news regarding him uh, early on Monday that he could be back with the team as soon as within a week, Uh, and if he continues to pitch as well as he has, and the Phillies are you know, feel he's healthy enough to do so. If he has a couple more good outings in June, I wonder if that injury will hurt him. But he is certainly pitched like an all-star uh, so far this season. So I think that's where the Phillies stand in terms of candidates uh, for the All-Star team. I think this is right around the time where uh, it's appropriate to start talking about that. It's been two months into the year. Uh, the selection show again coming up in a few weeks, and I honestly sometimes forget. It's it's kind of wild to think that Rob Thompson uh, is going to be managing the All-Star game this year in Seattle. I think it's by far the best All-Star game in sports. I think it's a really, really fun event, Um, and again, Bryce Harper probably came back too late, certainly one of the faces of baseball, Uh, but Castellanos has played like an all-star, real Muto, getting back there and out of the catcher position a little bit easier, Uh, and Jose Alvarado, if it weren't for injury, and maybe he can get a few more uh, good appearances under his belt, uh, I think certainly would be deserving of an all-star nod as well, so I think that's where things stand there. I think as far as the team goes, again, I I refuse to say they're quote-unquote back uh, until they hit that 500 mark. Uh, So the Phillies slowly climbing there uh, with the win over the Tigers uh, on Monday night. They are now within four games of that 500 mark. Let's say you win two out of three with Detroit, and you have the Dodgers coming into town this weekend. It's going to be difficult, but uh, they have a stretch of games upcoming that are are really, really big, and because of the hole they put themselves in for the first two months of the season, uh, they're not in good position to where they can afford to lose many more series uh, and certainly not many more games at home. Uh, So that's why beating up on a team like the Tigers at home, even more so important. Uh, than it would be uh, you know, in any other scenario. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the Phillies Today podcast. Again, recapping an 8-3 to win over the Tigers. I'll be back with you tomorrow, hopefully recapping yet another Phillies win. Uh, until then, everyone have a great Tuesday. I guess we are now. Um, and again, I'm your host, Dan Wilson. Go Phillies, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow.